following is a Distorted View Sideshow exclusive. I don't give a fuck! Hey freaks, it's Thursday, May 18th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, nine cock rings around your scrotum might start to feel uncomfortable. Plus, another adult live streamer awkwardly fighting with his parents. If you've been stalking your ex on Facebook, bad news, they may have found out. And taking a shit on a church altar. All coming up today. Distorted View Daily proudly presents why you shouldn't drive your mobility scooter on a busy road. Oh my god! Excuse me, sir! Excuse me, sir! Sir? Hello? Hello? You almost hit me. You made a totally oh, illegal I move. Get the fuck away from me. Yes, I'm serious. There's no fucking almost in life. I did not hit you. I said you almost There's hit no me. Almost you made an illegal. Get the fuck off the street with that thing. You're in the street. It's not a car. That's not a car. It's I a disability mobility. You. Go away. I did not hit you. I'm with my kids here. Go away. I have my two little boys here. Oh, do they you? And they're alive. You almost yeah, killed me. You're not Donald Trump. Go away. I did not hit you. Get out the street with that thing that you're riding. You're in the street. Oh my God. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. L O L. Laughing out loud. Crystal Math loosens up your butthole. Ting. If you gonna suck a dick, then you suck a dick. Is Miss Vagina thinking about Mr. Penis? She is a fat cunt. Yeah! Tim Hansen back here with you for your Thursday podcast. Have a great episode for you today. It's a Sideshow exclusive one. So if you're listening, you're paying freaks. Thank you so much for supporting Distorted View Daily. Now, at the top of the program, you heard Mobility Mary. That's a voice we haven't heard uh, from in a while. Well, she's dead now, so we're not going to hear a lot from her anymore. We featured Mobility Mary a few times on the podcast. The first time was this altercation where a man who was heading to a Taco Bell drive-thru cut her off, so she followed him. The other big altercation was between her and a dog walker. She's deathly afraid of dogs. It's strange. Sometimes Mobility Mary will just use the road like a car. Other times she insists on using the sidewalk. And, you know, when you're on the sidewalk, you got to share it with other people, including dog walkers. Excuse me, ma'am? Please don't let that dog near me. I'm afraid of dogs. She's let a, she let her dogs charge after me. You know, it was a it was it was a huge thing. Well, you know, I looked up Mobility Mary on YouTube, and uh, there is like a whole small community of people obsessed with her. As a matter of fact, there is a YouTube channel called The Ghost of Mobility Mary. And their goal is to uh, collect and archive all of Mobility Mary's previous videos. There's like 129 of them. All of them include that camera that's uh, like planted right on the front of her mobility scooter. I guess to capture when people cut her off. You know, it's happened one too many times. I'm going to get injured. I need this for my lawsuits. I don't know if that's what eventually took Mobility Mary out. Like if a semi-truck didn't see her and just plowed right into her making a turn. And that's the end of Mobility Mary. I don't know the cause of death, but she didn't, you know, seem exactly healthy. Still, I went through a bunch of uh, her videos. Some of them, you know, they're, they're like two minutes long, three minutes long. And a lot of them are just boring, right? Just Mobility rolling along the sidewalk. Usually in each of the videos, there's a one at least tiny little interaction. Like here is a car who is stopped at a light trying to make a, a right turn. He's, you know, waiting for his chance. So he keeps creeping up and uh, he proceeds into the crosswalk area and doesn't realize Mobility Mary is, is trying to cross herself. Jesus. Right in the middle of the crosswalk. So she proceeds to go, right? She's just going to go around him. He still doesn't see her and wants to turn. Almost hits her. Oh, hey! Don't tell me what to do. You almost hit me. My favorite interaction, and we may have played this one on the show. I don't know. It's been so long. Uh, She loved to go to Whole Foods, right? I learned that she lived about a mile away from the Whole Foods, and that's where she would scoot to. 
to do her shopping, there were a couple people standing near the parking lot area, kind of close to those poles. You know those poles where signs are hung up either for the store or like uh, handicapped parking signs or expecting mother signs? They're talking close to one of those poles. Now, on the side where they're standing, there's there's no parking allowed. So it's not like they're blocking a parking spot. They are, however, in the uh, blue-lined area. I don't know. Like, on the road, there's a there's a wide area that has a blue line. And uh, Mobility Mary says that's, that's her spot. She's allowed there. These people are not. Now, it's a very wide area. And Mary can just... Uh, roll around them and she's still in the blue area but uh, you know she's very territorial she really shouldn't be blocking the handicapped crossing here the, all any of this any of this blue right no one is supposed to be blocking it anytime thank you I'll take that into consideration so and, you know, they're not talking in the middle where, where cars are driving. I, I don't know what mobility's problem is here. Can you please move out of the handicap place? Can you please move out of the handicap place? Okay, you please? You're in the handicap space. People are not supposed to have to force you to get out of this by law. Okay. You're not supposed to be in here. Take it up with management, okay? How about if I call the police? You're Go insane. ahead, right? Oh, really? Yeah. You're insane. I'm out here doing my job. No, but you're sure. doing it illegally. You're insane. And I'm surprised that you shop here. Okay, let's just see how insane I am. She's like, we'll see about this. She's going right to Whole Foods management. I'll provide a link to uh, Mary's or the ghost of Mobility Mary's channel. A lot of these videos are just short and don't involve her screaming at people. She's just God bless America. <laughs> she's just upset and frustrated with the sidewalk situation. There's always something blocking her way. She, you know, if she was a video game character, she would be the world's easiest boss. Everything trips her up. Like, she is destroyed by a tarp that has blown from the street into the sidewalk. If people throw out too much gum, it slows down her wheels and she can't proceed. Uh, in this clip, uh, a truck is parked, like, on the street, but uh, one of his wheels is on the sidewalk. God bless America. That fucked her up real good. Shit. What am I supposed to do now? I get it, man. You know, we typically don't think how hard it is. Like, if you're confined to a little wheelchair, there there probably is a lot of obstacles. But, you know, this woman could cross the road. There is a sidewalk on the other, you know, other side of the road. It's not that busy of a street. So she just turns around. Thwarted again. Again, she's the world's worst villain. Any inconvenience and she, you know, she gives up. I've seen a bunch of videos where, you know, she's going someplace and there's a traffic cone or something on the sidewalk. And she's like, God damn it. Now I have to turn around and go home and go all the way around a different way. Like to go to the corner store is, is a day and a half adventure. She has to like pack luggage. Where am I going to stay tonight? It's like that old computer game, the Oregon Trail. Except settlers aren't trying to cross the United States. Mo Mobility Mary is just trying to cross the road. I should program that. You know, I've been working on like uh, making my own video games. How about a Mobility Mary trail game? Navigate Mary to the Whole Foods. As I stated earlier, Mary is deathly afraid of dogs. And uh, here's another short encounter with a woman walking her dogs. Could you please go to the side so the dog doesn't... Please don't let the dog get near me. I got a worse bite than you. She said, I have a worse bite than the dogs do. Wow, that woman's kind of a bitch, but I have a feeling this wasn't the first encounter with Mobility Mary, you know? Uh, the last clip I have here, oh, it looks like Mobility Mary has once again met her match. There's an obstacle on the sidewalk, a sleeping human being. Yeah, the homeless problem is bad there. Now what am I supposed to do? 
You're legally allowed to shoot him, I think. Excuse me, heroin addict? Can you please roll over to the side? Just, just into the grass. Oh my God. Excuse me, I can't get by you. She's passed out. Hey, the homeless person shops at Whole Foods as well. She has a little tote. <laughs> Excuse me? Wakey, wakey! I can't get by you. I can't go over where the tree is. <laughs> I'm afraid of trees! And she's afraid of scratching her mobility scooter. Or getting stuck. That that happens where a lot. Where the tree is. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, she moves. She woke up and moved. See? You never get to see what mobility Mary looks like. That's a big mystery. The other big mystery is uh, you see a shot of the basket on the front of her mobility scooter. That's pretty much it. But what's interesting is she has attached a sign to the front of the basket. And you can't make out what it says because it's facing the other way. But you can sort of see that there's text through the piece of paper. And there's like a lot of writing. I think it's like a notice saying that you're being filmed. But it's got to be more than that. And I'm desperate to find out what the hell Mobility Mary attached to her basket there. If anyone knows, if anyone can uncover that mystery, please help me. Rest in peace, Mary. She is now up there in the great big wheelchair accessible ramp in the sky. I hope there are railings. I'm afraid of heights. Excuse me, God. God. The angels shouldn't be using the wheelchair accessible ramp. That's for handicapped people only. God. Oh, speaking of uh, people who unfortunately have passed on, I forgot to report this. A couple of you freaks let me know. Uh, sadly, Jack Rebney died on May 10th. So just a few days ago, what, a week ago or so? You may not recognize the name Jack Rebney, but uh, how about Winnebago Man? Yes, a classic Distorted View clip. Probably like in the first year of the podcast, we featured uh, Jack Rebney. Later on, a documentary called Winnebago Man was released. The filmmakers sought to uh, search out Jack Rebney. They had so many questions like, was he still alive? What was the deal with that crazy Winnebago video? It was a great documentary. I urge you all to check it out. But uh, here's just a little bit of Jack Rebney trying to sell us a Winnebago. The Winnebago Concepts and Engineering Departments have developed a multifunctional bathroom. Privacy, I don't even know what the fuck I'm reading. I wonder what the fuck the real dialogue is. What the fuck is this thing? All of the windshield, for fuck's sake. Oh, fuck. What? What the fuck did I say? That didn't sound for shit, did it? And here, under the hood, we've stored something that'll really come in handy if it doesn't fall out and break my leg. Fuck. Fuck. Oh, fuck. Shit. Tony, do me a favor, will you please? Will you? Will you, will you do me a kindness? Leave. Yeah. I think I'm going to be walking in and out if you're going to fuck up and I got to come back. I don't that make any difference to me at this juncture. Thank you very much. I appreciate that, Tony. Don't slam the fucking door. Listen, I've got to give a, a clue here now. I don't want any more bullshit any time during the day from anyone. That includes me. It's going to be very hot going to be very uncomfortable for everybody want anybody yelling we get anybody yelling around here anymore today and then the shit is going to hit the fan yeah why don't i say it fucking right what does the goddamn line say tony what is the goddamn line i don't give a shit what the line is i fucked up the word rear ah uh, he was a real one rest in peace jack rebney Hey, maybe he'll hook up with Mobility Mary up in heaven. Get your freak on, my friend. You know, when I was uh, searching for the Winnebago Man clip, I ran across a used car salesman with similar vibes. Ralph Williams of Ralph Williams Bayshore Chrysler Plymouth was recording a commercial to air. They did not use this particular take. By the way, this clip is super old. 1966. 
picture. Ralph Williams, the owner of Bayshore Chrysler Plymouth, 345 El Camino Real in the city of San Bruno. You notice the big bald-headed son of a bitch? The man that came to San Francisco to offer them more for the dollar they spend. The man that came to San Francisco to rape each and every citizen and the whole San Francisco Bay Area. You don't believe it? Listen to me. I don't lie. Take a fucking car like this. A 1966 Ford, a country squire, nine-factor station wagon. I will say, the difference between him and Jack Rebney is Jack Rebney couldn't get through one line without fucking up. This guy goes on a one-minute, 23-second rant about how much Ralph Williams is going to fuck you out of your money, and he doesn't stumble once. It'd be funny if they sent the television stations the wrong tape for the commercial. They used this one. I don't know. I think this ad technique would work on me. Certainly not like other used car dealership ads. Don't worry about the equipment. Imagine all the fun you can have in the back. And while you're doing it, imagine all the money that that bald-headed prick Ralph Williams is going to be making on the car he's <laughs> trying to fuck you out of. Yes, the man that will take every dime out of the San Francisco Bay Area and spend it on prostitutes, booze, and, of course, crap tables in the city of Las Vegas. I'm sure you've heard about it. So remember this. If you'd like to get fucked and hooked real hard before you buy a car, come down here. Let Ralph Williams do it. Why? Finally, an honest used car salesman, right? <laughs> Let Ralph Williams do it. Why not? Why, why not somebody else? Remember our address is 345 El Camino Real in the city of San Bruno. But if you come from Marin County, East Bay Area, San Jose, your money spends just as well as anybody else's. And when this bald-headed son of a bitch gets hold of you, you will spend money. Talking about payments, five years payments of $100 a month. You can't get even. So shop before you buy base and that's how you sell a used car all right let's move on i have got a new live stream freak out for you oh i love these especially when they're video game dorks and they're screaming at their parents now this clip is several years old uh but i found the streamer and he's still active i don't know how i missed this one i blame you guys you're supposed to bring this stuff to my attention it's never my fault for sleeping on this I refuse to accept accountability. Anyway, uh, if you've never heard of Jared Genesis, don't feel bad. I don't blame you. I didn't either until today. Uh, here he is screaming at his dad. Yeah. Why don't you make me? Dad wants him to open his door. By the way, on Reddit, the title of the video states, this guy is 35 years old and still lives with his elderly father. Hey, could be worse. Mead is in his 40s, so you're not the absolute biggest loser on the internet. Why don't you make me? I'll beat your ass if you come in here, man. I'm not playing. I'll beat your fucking ass, man. I'll beat your motherfucking ass. You hear me? I'll beat your motherfucking ass. Don't play with me, boy. Calling your dead boy. Don't play with me, boy. By the way, when's dinner, Dad? You better not be having pork chops. My dad is such a dick. Damn, you guys are making me fight my family. Look at this shit. Blaming it on the stream somehow. Maybe viewers are like calling. Swear to God, you guys. Annoying the father. I'm going to get you back for this, Chris. I'm going to fucking get you back for this. You understand me, son of a bitch. You might get my computer taken away, but I'll get it back. Don't worry. He really, he talks like he's 15 years old. Dad might take away my computer, but I don't even care. I'll get it back. <laughs> I'll get it back, motherfucker. I'll get it back, motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Oh, my God. Sick of this goddamn shit. I'm a cool-ass man, motherfucker. It's so funny. You look at his room. You know, he's on his webcam or whatever, and his room is a mess. You know, like a 15-year-old would have his room shit everywhere there's like a skateboard up against the dresser a bunch of like a drum set guitar i see a toy on his dresser a little action figure god damn it fuck you i don't know if you could hear that because the he's screaming so loud it's fucking up the audio he's saying i'm a real man I'm a Shut man. Fuck. I don't need this goddamn shit. I am a real man. You motherfucker, Chris. Listen to me, you piece of shit. I will have the last laugh with you. I will fucking have the last laugh. You may have fucking ruined my family. 
but I'm going to find out where you live, and I'm going to fucking end your life. You understand that? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So in addition to fighting with his dad, he's threatened to kill his viewers. Family. By the way, thanks for the $10 donation. But I'm going to find out where you live, and I'm going to fucking end your life. You understand that, Chris? I'm going to fucking end your sad life, man. This isn't over yet. He has one of those uh, big, chunky bracelets with spikes on it. Yeah, bro, I'm gonna... I don't know what. I mean, it, was this filmed in the early 2000s? Between the music and his puka shell necklace? Yeah. Whatever. This isn't over yet, bro. I'm going to fucking end you, Chris. I know your name. It's Christian Thurston. And I'm coming looking for you, Christian. I'm coming looking for you, Christian. I'm going to fucking end your life. You understand that? I'm going to end your sorry fucking life. Because I'm a man. <laughs> I'm going to switch your guy to the triple Christ. Do you guys remember when Will Ferrell was a cast member on Saturday Night Live? He had this character where he, I think he played like a father. The one I remember is Sarah Michelle Gellar was the host at the time. So this is, you know, dating, <laughs> dating me, I guess. Back when she was Buffy. And it's a dinner scene, and uh, the, the family, it's very quiet. You hear a lot of, like, the silverware hitting the, the plates, which I absolutely love. It's my, one of my favorite things to do with Joey is, you know, I told you about that, right? The sound of silverware hitting the plate is hilarious to me. But anyway, so, uh, so they, the family's very quiet, and then all of a sudden they just start fighting. There's, like, these huge outbursts. I'm going to take the car into the shop tomorrow. You mean your lame Dodge Stratus? You don't talk about Here my car that way. I drive a Dodge Stratus. You don't talk about my Dodge Stratus that way. You do not talk to your father that way. I'm a division manager. I can do 100 push-ups in 20 minutes. That's the vibe I'm getting from this streamer. Oh, I wish the audio wasn't so fucked up because that would be a great clip to isolate. <laughs> We're not done yet with Jared, though. As is the case with a lot of people who have anger issues, there's some other stuff going on with Jared. I'll just shut up and let him speak. I don't care about age. I date anybody. It doesn't matter. I don't follow society's rules. And, you know, people think ill of me for that, but... Hi, Galileo2333. Calm down, Galileo. Coming in hot. He's excited to meet another person who's interested in his cause. Want to join me in camping out in the women's restroom? Here's hoping a bad parent will let her little girl take a piss on her own. That's when we strike. <laughs> Galileo 2333 out. I don't care about age. I date anybody. It doesn't matter. I don't follow society's rules. And, you know, or the law, apparently. People think ill of me for that, but it doesn't matter to me. I never cared about what people think of me. You know? That's why Chris calls me a pedo and all these funny names. If it looks like a pedo and it quacks like a pedo, chances are you're a pedophile duck. You know, even though he's really just. I, I don't think there's a word that can describe his level of sickness, but... I need to read up on this guy. I don't know if there's, like, a wiki about him or um, uh, an Encyclopedia Dramatica entry, but he really seems to be upset with this guy named Chris. That seems to be his nemesis. If you feel you have chemistry towards someone, you know, like you connect in a spiritual way, then go for it. Yep. Whether they're, you know... Fuck that preteen pussy. 14, 48, 99, whatever, doesn't matter, dude. Sure, 12 is cool with me. Well, That's great, keep, man. Keep, keep going lower. See, the funny thing about adolescence is they never sold their soul yet. And so they still have purity yes. in them. And if you can get one yes. young like that. Then so tender, so innocent and sweet. I like to watch little 12-year-old girls cry. It's nice to see their softer side. That's freaking great. Um, you know, most of the time, though, their parents probably wouldn't be cool with that, and that's understandable. Oh, but okay. the funny thing is, we're gonna we're gonna respect the parents' wishes. Interesting. Most of the time, though, their parents probably wouldn't be cool with that, and that's understandable. But the funny thing is, a lot of parents are are so stupid, and they insult their own children, saying, you know, well, my kid can't date someone younger because their brain hasn't developed. Because basically, you know, it's like saying they're stupid. My kid's stupid. So I don't want them dating someone older because they're just going to make stupid choices because they're dumb. Have you ever seen what babies put in their mouth? Everything. Kids are morons. They make nothing but bad choices. 
thankfully, even though this guy seems to be okay with uh, fucking a preteen, it doesn't really sound like he's been around too many. Nothing about a child is fully formed. Brain, body, well, whatever. I think it's stupid. So I don't want them dating someone older because they're just going to make stupid choices because they're dumb. <laughs> what kind of piece of crap parent says that? Oh, yes, I would, dude. I would date an 11-year-old. We keep going younger. Oh, nine now. Isn't that uh, Galileo's target age? He's always talking about nine-year-olds. Nine-year-old marriage should be legal. Do you think we're going to get below nine? It, it started at what, 14 or 15? <laughs> And then like a 12, 11, yeah, nine-year-old's okay. Oh, yes, I would, dude. I yeah. would date an 11-year-old, nine-year-old, nine. doesn't matter. I look in the spiritual aspect of it. If I spiritually connect to someone, <laughs> it doesn't matter, dude. 99, eight, a thousand years old, eight. doesn't matter. Do I hear seven? <laughs> and if you think ill of me for that, that's on you. I really don't give a shit. So cheers, guys, for being here. Shout out to the feds who are probably watching now. I did learn that even though these videos took place many, many years ago, he is still active on YouTube. Like, and in true Utard fashion, he posts multiple times a day. And uh, no surprise here, but uh, he's just, he's, he's literally crazy. This is here, and today I want to talk about my life as a TI, uh, basically. TI, you know, many of you probably know this because we've featured plenty of people who say they are TIs. That's targeted individual. Yeah. Jared here thinks he's being gang stalked. You know, if you're so worried about people following you, stalking you, etc., maybe um don't put your entire life on the internet. Don't make 30 videos a day outlining exactly what you're doing, where you're going to be, etc., etc. Uh, basically just being a TI and what that's like, a targeted individual. Um, basically, most gang stalkers are narcissists, they're unhappy people, they're insecure, and they're just looking to take their anger out on you. It sounds like you're just describing yourself here, based on everything we now know about you and have heard come out of your own mouth. Yeah, um, there's some projection going on here, I think. Anyway, I don't have a lot of time to get into uh, new Jared material. I'm going to keep following him, though. He may be a Utard to look out for, especially if you're a preteen girl. Be on guard, ladies. I've got uh, one more clip, and then we'll get into the news. I'm playing this for, for three reasons. It's really the trifecta. Uh, this takes place in Ohio. Ting! It features bad parents. Ting! And guns being shot in the house. Ting, ting, ting. Now, I don't know how you guys feel about uh, gun control issues, but whether you're a Democrat, Republican, conservative, liberal, I think we can all agree, if you have little kids, don't leave your firearms on the couch. Especially when you, like, get up to leave the room and you've, just, you've left your kids to watch Caillou or Paw Patrol or whatever the hell kids are watching these days. Three, two, one, contact. That was the quality children's entertainment I was watching as a kid. All right. Uh, so what we have here is uh, one of those home security cameras filming. Again, it's the living room and there's just some kids hanging out, running around, watching TV, kind of. And they find a new toy on the couch. Well, and they're playing with it. Thankfully, it doesn't seem like either of the kids got shot. The kid was just like picking up the gun and it went off. Hopefully into a ceiling or wall or something. Here it goes. Right there. The, the mother is clueless. What the hell could that be? I wonder. Huh? What's that? Then she's like, she smells fire, right? She smells or sees gun smoke or something. Matt! I knew Matt had something to do with this. Matt is the husband, I guess. That's blood powder, Matt! No! That's blood powder! So now Matt is scrambling because he doesn't know where he left his gun. <laughs> so he's like, wait, it must be in here somewhere. If I was the father, I know I'd be freaking out, but I'd be like, okay, let's play a game of hot and cold. Tell me when I'm getting hot towards the gun. Oh. Colder, colder, warmer. Warmer, warmer. He's so close. He's right by the couch. 
is it? He finds the gun, right? <laughs> this is the best part of the video. The father, f- the adult male, finds the gun on the couch and is it? shoots it again by accident. <laughs> that's shot number two in the house. And that's responsible gun ownership. In the Florida of the North, Ohio. Ta-da! All right. Uh, and with that, let's get... I don't, I, by the way, I don't think anyone was injured, even though people are screaming. I think it's more of a, like a scared screaming. Let's go with that. All right. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist of the fucked up news right now. so much for being Sideshow members. I could not do this program without you. If you want to upgrade your account to a lifetime one, just email me show at distortedview.com. I'll give you all the instructions on how to upgrade and not $50 off the normal lifetime price. Also, don't forget, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. If you're feeling generous, extra generous, and uh, want to pledge a dollar, five, ten, twenty, hundred, whatever you can afford extra a month. Uh, it really does help out the show. Patreon.com slash Distorted View. Thank you so much to all of my patrons. And of course, you Sideshow members, you are the reason this program continues. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up, an Australia man had to be hospitalized after passing out with nine metal bands constricting his scrotum. Now, I've never used cock rings, but they go on the shaft, right? The base of the shaft. So this is something completely different. These are these are nut rings. It reminds me of like how people uh, castrate themselves, right? I mean, some people opt to use the Henderson equine castration instrument. That's a, a drill attachment that just sort of spins your balls around real quick. Again, that's an old school OG DV clip. But uh, putting very constricting bands around your nuts is another way to lose your scrotal sack, right? This has to be more than a sex thing. Because if it was a sex thing, you know, I don't know, if you get some sort of pleasure out of having your balls tugged and tortured, one metal ring should suffice, right? That's gonna... What? what not Nine? How could he do nine? I couldn't even stretch my balls to fit nine rings. How much give do those things have? Better question, how old is this guy? I know elderly people have some real low-hanging tanks. Maybe that's what he was trying to achieve. Let's read on. Yeah, he passed out with nine metal bands constricting his scrotum following a botched attempt to improve his performance in the bed. So it was kind of a sex thing. He was looking... Was he looking to, like, uh, hold back his ejaculation? I don't know why I keep asking you guys questions. You don't have the answers. I have the answer right in front of me, probably. It's in the news story. I should really just shut up and read. All right. Doctors detailed the case studies. Rare case of penile strangulation, complete with his rescue by firefighters in the medical journal Urology Case Reports. I really need to subscribe to this thing. I'm always getting good stories out of that. The 44-year-old patient uh, patient was rushed to the emergency room with nine heavy-duty industrial stainless steel rings stuck around the base of his penis and scrotum. Okay, so somewhere around his penis, somewhere his scrotum. For a whopping 12 hours, the unfortunate soul, who was reportedly intoxicated at the time, had reportedly utilized his bizarre bedding bands and a half-baked attempt to maintain an erection. There we go. He's a premature ejaculator. Isn't there medication you could take, like extends? I mean, I know that's not medicine. <laughs> that's some, like, bullshit as seen on TV product, but there's got to be prescription stuff to, you know, to hold your cum inside a little longer. He reportedly passed out following a sex session, after which he awoke three hours later in, quote, significant pain. He came to, realized that uh, this little sex experiment ended in disaster and went to the hospital in distress and in agony. A subsequent examination revealed that his groin was swollen. And so that's going to swell up and it's going to be even harder to get the rings off. Also, uh, he was tender down there and bruised. I don't know if that's because of the rings or the sex or a combination of the two. Doctors administered the patient intravenous anesthetics to alleviate his pain uh, from the uh, affliction. Surgeons then attempted to remove the industrial strength rings, which measured just 0.4 inches in diameter. So they were rather thin, uh, but they were stacked again. So nine of those, that's still pulling uh, quite a distance there. Uh, they had to use bolt cutters, but uh, that didn't work. 
this has happened enough that I know exactly what what goes down next. <laughs> yeah, they have to saw the things off. Uh, left with little other recourse, they enlisted the aid of the local fire department who arrived shortly thereafter. They cut the rings off with an industrial-grade circular saw while he was under general anesthesia. Due to the inherent risk of performing such a delicate surgery, yeah, like you could burn the dick, you could cut the dick, lots of danger there. Surgeons placed a tongue depressor between the penis and the saw to prevent any mishaps. You know, tongue depressors are pretty thin, thin, tiny little pieces of wood. You know what they're no match for? Saws. It would take a split second to go through that thing. But I guess every little bit of resistance helps there. Meanwhile, sterilizing the penis with saline solution helped mitigate the risk of a saw-induced thermal injury. While the surgery was a success, the patient didn't entirely emerge from the ordeal unscathed. A cystoscopy. A cystoscopy. There, I got it. A procedure to look inside the bladder using a thin camera found that the patient's urethra was irritated and swollen, which required doctors to fit it with a catheter for one week. Yeah, you like cock and ball torture? Here's some real torture for you, jamming a catheter down his dick hole. Although he may have liked it. Meanwhile, the patient somewhat ironically experienced minor erectile dysfunction following the saga, so he couldn't come if he wanted to. This is like one of those uh, genie wishes. You know, you got to be careful. The genie will trick you. Yeah, your wish is to not come as fast. Okay, I'll just make your dick not work anymore. <laughs> All right. Uh, f- uh, second story we have for you today. I guess I'm considered an old because uh, I use Facebook. Not religiously, but like, uh, you know, high school friends and stuff are on Facebook. I like to occasionally see how shitty their lives are, you know. I want to see if I'm winning or not. Most of the time, sadly, no, I'm not winning. But I also have, you know, the Distorted View Facebook page. I try to update a couple times a week. I got a, uh, a strange email from Facebook. I th- at first, I thought it was spam. And it said something about canceling friend requests that uh, you didn't actually set out to request. And they're like, oh, we took care of it. It was a glitch. And I'm, I'm like, okay. And after I realized it wasn't spam, I was like, okay, well, Facebook is weird. And then I just moved on with my life, right? Well, apparently there's a little more to the story here. Facebook users have begun to deactivate their accounts after an embarrassing glitch, which revealed who they had been stalking on the site. If you're young and you don't know how Facebook works, let me school you. Sit on Gramps' knee here. Just like with other social media sites, you can view people's profiles, view their content if it's not locked down, right? If it's not set to private. And, you know, the people who you're viewing, they don't they don't get notification that you're looking at their pictures or their statuses or whatever. Now, obviously, you can send friend requests and stuff. But what this glitch was doing was say like you uh, you had an ex-girlfriend and you're like, I wonder what that cunt is up to. I hope she's rotting in hell or at least got fat. So you click on her profile and you start like looking through it. Like, is she divorced or something? Like, I just really, I want bad things to happen to her. Well, she may have received a friend request from you just by visiting her profile. Even though you didn't send one. A bug sent automatic friend requests to any profile pages snoopers had viewed, leaving users scrambling to cancel the request as quickly as possible. One user said, this is a cool new Facebook fact. If you check someone's Facebook that you're not friends with, it automatically sends a friend request for you. It's true because I'm now friends with my ex-husband's wife. Ta-da! You're doing great things over there, Meta. Keep focusing on those stupid VR goggles and ignoring your core dumb business. All right, another Facebook user wrote, got a friend request from an ex. Thanks, Facebook, for letting me know they're still obsessed with me. Warnings about the glitch have been shared on the platform, as well as uh, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. However, for many, it was already too late, with school friends, ex-partners, and colleagues bombarded with awkward friend requests. Others described their hearts racing as they rushed to see if they had been caught. One user said, Too late. I can't show my face ever again. I want to die. Another wrote, I deactivated my Facebook because I can't remember whether or not I was stalking people when it was glitching and requesting them as friends. Facebook has apologized for the issue, which was triggered by an app update and urged users to review pending friend requests in their activity log and cancel them if needed. One social media user called it the funniest thing Facebook has ever done, while others called it embarrassing and awkward. 
final story we have for you today. Oh, this is a real short one, but it comes from Hamilton County, Ohio, where I live. I have a real soft spot for these fucking dumb stories. Primarily because I want to see if it's like my neighbor doing this. Should I be worried about where I live? Answer, yes. Officials have arrested a 26-year-old woman who allegedly shit on a church altar over the weekend. I know someone who's not going to be joining Mobility Mary and Jack Rebney up in heaven. That's for fucking sure. You know how like you can ask for forgiveness for anything and just be accepted into heaven? Like All you need to do is just say sorry for your sins, ask Jesus to forgive you, accept him into your heart, and then boom, you're in. I mean, you have to mean it. But I feel like there's there's some things that should automatically disqualify you from heaven. Like there's no coming back from this. It's one thing to murder someone. You know, it was in the heat of the moment. You have a bad temper. You've been drinking You're under the influence of drugs. Like whatever. There are a million reasons why you, you kill someone. But in taking a shit on a church altar, that's pretty deliberate. On Saturday, May 13th, Laura Minyard of Loveland entered the Good Samaritan Hospital Chapel in Cincinnati and allegedly defecated on the altar. She then reportedly wiped herself with a cloth runner. Again, this is just very evil. You shit on an altar, you know, the hard floor of an altar. Someone could just, you know, pick up the turd, throw it away, spray some odor ban or whatever, and then they'd be done with it. But she wiped her ass with a runner. She's really getting the shit into the fiber there. You know, the poor church is going to have to rent a rug doctor or send it away. You know, it's a lot of, a lot of hassle. All right. I'm sorry. According to a criminal complaint, uh, Minyard also allegedly spread feces on the altar table using a picture she found in the chapel. You know, the picture is like of a nun or a priest or something. She just mashed his face right into that stuff. Hamilton County court records show uh, Minyard faces a charge of desecration. She was booked into the Hamilton County Jail on Monday uh, with a bond set at $2,500. She's set to appear in court on May 25th. Officials did not disclose a motive. I think the devil might be involved. Is she one of those witches Christians have been warning us about? Or maybe just a teenager that fell in with the wrong crowd? Now might be a good time to go over those devil-worshipping red flag tips from the Geraldo special. Warning signs that might indicate a child's drift towards Satanism include abrupt emotional changes. Does your teenager all of a sudden hate you? As if every fucking kid doesn't go through that same phase. Is your teen all of a sudden acting weird? It's not puberty, it's Satan. Changes in school habits. Rejection of parental values. Again, when kids start to have their own personality and their own thoughts and beliefs, that's a red flag. When they stop acting exactly like you, consult an exorcist. Unusual interest in books on Satanism, black magic, or witchcraft. That was totally me, by the way. When I was like 13 or 14, I would get these books like the modern witch's spell book and tarot cards and Ouija boards. It wasn't that I was worshiping the devil. It's that I wanted to put spells on my bullies, right? The people making my life miserable in school, I wanted them to pay and, and be in, in pain. Also, telling the future and stuff, that's cool. For a few months, I was like, I was the weird occult kid in school. Preference for being alone. Oh, if we're going by that, then I've been a Satanist for nearly 25 years now. Preference for being alone. How does that make you a Satanist? I like, I prefer the quiet. It's easier for me to hear the demons in my head that way. Meditation, chanting, use of new vocabulary. That's true. When I learned the word gubernatorial, my parents thought I was a devil worshiper too. Is that something they chant when they're doing their spells? Yes. Pocus, pocus, gubernatorius. The Geraldo Rivera special, Devil Worship, will continue. Geraldo had the best specials. All right, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Thursday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. And don't forget, we've got a Discord where all the freaks are hanging out. It's absolutely free. There's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. You have to click on that link because that's like your invite in, right? It's a very exclusive club. And by clicking on that link, you prove that you're one of my buddies, Hey, Tim, play my last comment first, please. 
All right, hold on here. He called it twice in a row. And of course, I played the second one first. So I got to go back and do the first one here. All right, busy, busy. Hey, Tim, it's Tyler again. I hope you're doing well. Just wanted to call in response to Pete and your questions about wiping your ass with corn on the cob. Yes, uh, reviving a segment from 2006, I think, right? This is Tyler Thomas calling today. Uh, I grew up in Kentucky, and we had a 600-acre uh, uh, farm. Uh, no one in my family has farmed it in generations, but it's just been there. Um, and you keep, uh, you, you grow dent corn, uh, which is uh, feed corn, right? And when you thresh it, all you're left with is the husk. Oh, right. And then pile those up in barns. So the husk, that's what I thought, because it's got like that fibrous kind of nice feel that could really catch and uh, catch the poop. Um, because you can... As opposed to just wiping the nubbins of the corn along your crack. I think feed them to certain types of livestock, or you can sell them. They grind it into like paper and pulp and shit. Um, but back in the day, back in the old outhouse days, um, toilet paper was not something that was recently regularly purchased. So you would use fruit paper, uh, which is if you ever bought fruit, they would wrap it in uh, kind of a thin paper. Okay, right. Uh, newspaper, the Sears catalog was very popular for ass wiping. And if you happen to live on a farm where you grew corn, you would use a corn cob. To wipe your asshole and then throw it down the outhouse hole. I feel like none of those, I mean, aside from the corn, I think the corn cob uh, might actually be the best option. Like using a Sears catalog, really? You're not going to get any grip or any absorption of this shit. You're literally just going to smear it around. Oh my God, people must have had just super shitty assholes back in the day. Hey, Tim, play my last. Just okay with that. First, please. Uh, this is a follow up from Tyler's comments. Um, funny comment about the Sears catalog with toilet paper. Um, they switched to glossy paper. Yeah, uh, that's the other thing I was going to mention. Like, that can't be good for wiping your ass. And then I was thinking, oh, like, ancient Sears catalogs, because they were around in, like, the early 1900s. I bet you they had more of a matte finish than glossy. Yeah, glossy's totally useless. In the 1940s or 50s, and they got thousands and thousands of angry letters. Uh, because people were pissed that they went from using, like, <laughs> yeah. forced paper. Yeah, your catalog's not useful anymore. Paper because it wasn't as good for Stop sending me that crap. All right, well, hey, good comments. Thank you very much. Hello, Timmy Boo. Uh-oh. Um, hello, <laughs> Freaks. It's Unicorn Hamster. This is going to be the opposite of a good comment. Checking in, uh, caught up on shows today, and uh, I think the Monday show you were saying... Uh, Call in and share your experience if you had a dropped acid and that. I wish I could uh, play his call in double speed, you know, like or time and a half or whatever it's called, 1.5 speed. guy that got paid a lot of money for doing the show on the Spotify thing. Anyway, oh Joe Rogan he kept yes. talking about psychedelics and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm going to try this shit. I dropped acid last winter. Oh. Very awesome experience. I recommend you drop some and mushroom. mushrooms. So you didn't fuck anyone you were related to? Some mother. <laughs> acid, I, uh, you're high for a long. Don't take a lot. Never take a lot. Actually, you don't. Don't fuck with any <laughs> drugs. Yeah. I'm afraid, like, I would love to, <laughs> you know, but I'm afraid of with my heart now. I'm talking to the other freaks. I don't want you fucking with your heart. Yeah. It could give you anxiety. You could have a bad Yeah, exactly. Don't fuck with it. No, and no. And don't do no goddamn fucking cocaine. Nothing like that. No. Uh, I recommend for you, <laughs> Timmy Booga, some common weed or a Brazilian, but my goodness, uh, Tripping balls. I walked into uh, a family dollar and <laughs> my mind was like in the room. You don't fit. You drove to the family dollar on acid? Go into the room. You're like, your mind is in the room and your signals 
are getting everything all at once. And I heard a Spanish guy talking Spanish, and I started fucking laughing uncontrollably. <laughs> and my yeah, girl, you're gonna get your ass kicked on accident. Was there with me? She walked away. Oh, maybe she like, uh, She was. I, you know, I was making a scene, but I couldn't help myself laugh. You just see things, and uh, they, it does its own thing. Yeah, like, man, it opens up your mind. It's like the blue flame, the pilot light. Cartwheels, Joe. <laughs> hey, Timmy Boo, it's Twink Toilet checking in. Um, the episode from today uh, with the, <laughs> the uh, uh, I guess, conservative lady. I don't know what you would call that. It's a little extreme, but um, it was talking about the word. If you don't say the oh. word faggot, you're not a real Republican right. or a real conservative. Yeah, yeah. It made me laugh because I'm like, bitch. I'm a uh, like a Obama liberal centrist dude, and I say faggot more than probably anybody yeah. I've ever met. I say it like it's going out of style. Well, so, you're, you're a Trump like, Republican. Hey, you come up with a new MAGA. security test because that's not really going to cut it. Yeah. I don't really know what the word faggot has to do with like economic ideas or. Well, it's not. It's more about like uh, social issues, being woke, being a libtard. Uh, ideas that type of like, thing. I guess. God, anybody can just they just anybody can just grip money in these fucking podcasts. I know. Shit. Right. Yeah, I've thought many times about just doing the complete 180 and becoming a hardcore like crazy conservative influencer cuz it's so easy. The grift is strong, man. People are just willing to throw money at you. And you know me, I have no morals. I got to chase that dollar, baby. So, you know, that might be happening down the road. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how these sideshow memberships go. You'll know the podcast is in trouble when I start referring to Obama as a lizard person. That's going to be the first sign that we're all in trouble and change is afoot. All right. Uh, thank you very much for all the calls. Keep them coming. It's all the time we have on this edition of the show. Watch you guys do movies. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-660-GODISITER. Yeah, don't tell me what to do. You almost hit me. Read the distortion, STD, tell all your friends about the program. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. And I will see you back tomorrow to end the week with the Friday show. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.